Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with managing partner of a purpose partnership, Adam Sinkus. He works with clients to differentiate them in the marketplace. He shows them how effective digital strategies and great websites work together to drive better, more qualified leads. After 10 years in the BPO industry, he learned that call centers was not where he wanted to be. Along with his own business in early 2020, he started the Winning Tactics podcast. His goal was to share the amazing projects and experiences he's had in business, leadership, and marketing to help other business leaders grow their businesses. He's got a great story. Enjoy the interview. It's been a day so far. I hear you. <laughs> I appreciate the flexibility. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. No, I, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, you got quite a background there. Where are you located? I am in Southwest Florida, uh, Fort Myers area. I have been interviewing a lot of people from Florida. And, you know, when, when you come from a place like Kansas City that's landlocked, you start getting a little envious of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. it's really funny because uh, since I moved to Florida, I despise going to the beach unless we're down there playing cornhole. Oh, okay. All right. Because it's full of tourists and, <laughs> you I gotcha. know. Like we hop on boats and we go down there and we play cornhole and then we come home and we avoid all the tourists as much as possible. I figured as much. Yeah. And, and I guess for me, it's like, I've always wondered for the locals, do you guys go to the beach all the time? And I'm getting a lot of answers where it's, it's a lot like this. There's a thing that the locals do and there's a thing that the tourists do. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we watch all the tourists get their rental boats stuck on the on the beach as the tide goes out. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is definitely Midwest ignorance, I'm sure, that goes into it for me and my people. I know. You know. <laughs> we're just we're more used to things that are terra firma. So it's all good. But yeah. At any rate, it's great to meet you. Thank you for taking a minute out. I appreciate it. I appreciate it as well. So yeah. So before we get into your life as a managing partner and everything that leads into what you do for a living, let's go into the last three years. I know Florida rolled differently with COVID, but how did you survive that three-year period now that the world's waking up? And how has it changed the way that you do things now? Yeah. So, you know, it's really interesting. Um, you believe it or not, being in digital, in the digital marketing space, like it changed things for my business. Um, but it didn't change things drastically because a lot of what I was doing was already online. Um, I think the reality was more so that, um, clients realized that we don't have to be next door neighbors, um, to be really, you know, have an effective partnership in what we do. And that, that was kind of a big turning point. You know, I, I saw a lot of friends that were small business owners that were more locked into physical location um, struggle in a lot of different ways. And that was really, really eye opening as to how do we look at our economy from a global scale, from a remote scale and create some of those safeguards, um, you know, that. I think, you know, now we, we see as a bit more commonplace. Um, but, you know, but it was interesting to watch some of the struggles and some of the trials and tribulations of being, you know, stuck in that I have to have physical customers coming into my retail location, coming into my office. Um, you know, realtors trying to sell houses, 
Um, you know, and how do you go about that, you know, when you have to social distance and things like that. And so I think it changed the landscape about how we approach business, um, you know, in, in, in a way, um, it's what, what was going to happen, I think, eventually 10 years down the road. I think COVID just forced our hand to make it happen sooner. So for me, it didn't really change a lot except for customer outlook being more comfortable with working remotely with a resource like myself, as opposed to, you know, I have to be your neighbor, I have to be in your town, or in your county to to work with you. So in the realm of digital marketing, let's kind of boil this down to exactly what you do to make it simple. I'm going to yeah. put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of the kids looks up and asks, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? Um, so I help people, uh, show up on the internet for their businesses, for their brands, for their, um, for their goals of being a business person. That means helping them develop their website, um, linking that into their social media presence. So, you know, does it make sense to be found on Facebook versus Snapchat versus TikTok versus all the other platforms out there? And, um, and then we, you know, we really build that digital plan to help them continue to be seen by their customers. Isn't it amazing that one of the biggest digital marketing consumer places on the web, Amazon, really hasn't changed drastically since it began? It is really interesting. Um, but what I think is unique about Amazon is you know they took what eBay did in becoming a marketplace yeah and they scaled it to a level where you have this internal infrastructure that supports the marketplace and so their model was a bit more uh i call it you know location and feasible feasibility proofed you know, than a lot of the other concepts out there. I mean, eBay is still eBay and tons and tons of transactions happen on there, but that's, you know, for the most part, most of the transactions involve used goods, uh, collectibles, things like that, where, you know, Amazon has figured out if we can get, if we can get something in your hands in a very convenient manner, um, brand new from a manufacturer, um, you know, from manufacturers you trust from, you know, third parties from however, however we can get it in your hand and do that quickly. So you don't have to leave your house. So you, when you think about, Oh, I need a pack of batteries, you know, it's, I go to my phone, I back batteries, Amazon. Oh, it's going to be here tomorrow at six o'clock. Right. Um, you know, their model was really, interesting and earth shattering from the beginning. Um, and I think this is kind of the play that I, I've seen happening for Amazon for the last four or five years where they're going to start to force retail to think in a different manner. Yeah, I, I agree. So when you were in the third grade, let's turn the tables here. What did you want to be when you grew up? <laughs> um, I wanted to be a professional soccer player or, um, I, I was really into like architecture and cars, so something along those lines. But I, I was like, I was kind of a creative kid at nature, so I, I had no idea what the heck I really wanted to do. I just wanted to kind of do everything. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, 
let's go back to your childhood. Where were you born and raised and kind of what were some of the seeds that got into you to be who you are today in marketing, in the digital realm? How did that happen? Yeah. So, um, so I grew up in Michigan. Um, so good old, good old fashioned Midwest boy. Um, it grew up around the, you know, the, in the Detroit area around the, the booming and crashing and then booming again auto market. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, and so I saw a lot of things that I thought were really cool from an innovation perspective that the automotive market has pushed over the years. Um, I, and that always excited me as to how do we find new creative ways to do the same things, but do it better and more effectively and more efficiently. Um, fast forward, I worked in call centers, did everything from, you know, uh, how can I fix your iPhone to running training programs for large call centers, 300 plus seat call centers. Um, and, you know, I actually got into marketing by happen chance. Um, I had an opportunity to come in and be an operations manager for a small digital marketing firm and just absolutely fell in love with what marketing was. It was like the perfect outlet of I can be my nerdy analytical self um, with all this really cool creative stuff. Right on. So give me a little bit of kind of a background on like who you've admired and who's kind of given you fuel to be who you are today? Um, it, honestly, the biggest person I admire in my life is is my dad. Um, he was in real estate um, my entire life. And, you know, I watched him go through this entrepreneurial process. Um, I don't think until later in life I really understood what that meant and, and why it's kind of ingrained in me. But what I saw was the opportunity to network with people, to be creative, to manage your own systems the way you want to manage your own systems. And, um, you know, so that was always I always envied, you know, kind of his approach to his personal approach to business and, and how he took his own entrepreneurial journey Um you know, as far as, you know, names that people know, um, I'm a huge Jay Bear fan, um, huge Neil Patel fan. I think, you know, those guys, um, really, really understand, you know, not only like the global scale of where they're at with their businesses, but they also get the, the humble roots, right? And they, they both stay ground, very grounded in the humble roots of what their business is and what businesses are doing. And so, you know, um, outside of all the noise of these, you know, get rich quick schemes that are all over the internet that people, you know, fodder on the, the Grant Cardone systems and all those kind of things. Um, you know, they, these are people that I see that are giving real tactical, usable advice for businesses from small to large where you can actually leverage things that will actually make a difference instead of just trying to run these, here's my system, and it's, you know, pie in the sky, figure out how to get it done. So you had mentioned a couple of names, but if there was one person out there that you could actually interview and be around, who do you think would be the most beneficial, give you the most, and help you grow as a person? Um, Gosh, that's hard. I would say probably Neil Patel, honestly. Um, I spent probably way too many hours a day reading his blogs, his articles. I love just his general approach to business and marketing and the world. And so, 
Um, I think, you know, if I could sit down and have lunch with him and just pick his brain for a couple hours, um, you know, there, there would be so many little gems of amazing advice that's given in a very consumable way that I think, you know, it would, it would set bounds for what I could potentially do. So what is it that gets you up and moving and motivated every day? What drives you? Um, working with people that I work with, clients, my business partner. Um, you know, honestly, we have, uh, we have a term in our company. We call it working with like-mindeds. Um, everybody that we work with, um, you know, we, we look for certain characteristics like, you know, are they community forward? Are they, um, giving back? Are they, you know, a person that is excited to do what they're doing? Um, and we find those people and the energy that you create off of finding the people that fit within who we are as people, um, is just intoxicating. Um, you know, it's, it's my little, I, it, it, I would liken it. It's my little cocaine habit, right? You know, I wake up every morning. I'm like, I can't, can't wait to get on the phone with my business partner. We spend an hour every morning and call it power hour. And it's not just your, you know, normal status check-in. It's like we get, it's, here's the status. And then we sit down and we do a bunch of work, right? And we get more done in an hour every morning and get so energized from just getting the work done and loving the work that we're doing that, you know, it sets the pace for the rest of the day. Let's say you have a dream tonight. You run into the 20-year-old version of yourself. And based on what you've gone through in your life up to this point, the things that you've succeeded in and had to overcome, if you could give that younger version of you a piece of advice, what would it be? You know, I think the biggest piece of advice I'd give is channel your creativity and find ways to make it practical. Yeah, the, the concept here being that, you know, I've always been an ideas guy. I've always been that, like, let's figure out new creative, creative, crazy ways. Let's, you know, break the mold. Um, but the difference is, is they've always, until probably the last six or seven years, they've always been very, very scattered, right? No, no path forward. And I think the, the, the caveat to that is, Find a way to make them work forward and work for you, right? It is what I've leveraged and that's made a huge difference in launching a business, having a very successful first year in business, um, and really seeing an opportunity to launch and, you know, launch a second division of our business this year and, um, launch some bigger, better objectives that, um, you know, I never thought were possible. So what's been the best fan letter, best client success story you've been involved with? Um, so a couple of them, but the, the one that really sticks out to me, our very, very first client, um, we took on a, uh, a DEI training and include, uh, training and support company, um, in Raleigh, North Carolina. And, um, we were helping with marketing oversight. Basically, we were, we were supporting their marketing department. We were their CMO and providing strategic and tactical support. Um, the CEO came to us and said, we've got this book launching in six weeks and we want to pre-sell a thousand copies of it. But to do this, we want to do this on a website. And basically, um, we had like seven days to build a, a six page website for this book. 
um, which was like crazy sprint from, you know, design to copy to everything, um, you know, but after the fact, you know, coming out of that, um, you know, not only did we put out a beautiful website, we actually uh, almost doubled their targets for pre-sales and uh, first month sales um, for what they expected. Um, and, you know, really set that book on the map uh, for them, you know, and, and so that was a really, really positive experience to see, you know, see all of that come together and then see the success for them. So on this timeline in life where you're at right now, when you look back, what are you the proudest of? Uh, you know, I'm the proudest of um, of our company, honestly. Um, you know, from a professional perspective, um, a purpose partnership is my third go around at trying to start a company. Um, it's the uh, it's been my most successful um, attempt yet, and. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm super proud of that because we've, we've come together and brought the right people together to accomplish the right work that, you know, every day we're passionate about. And so, um, you know, on the, on the personal side, um, I have two kids and a wife that, um, that I'm absolutely proud of because day in and day out, they, they support my shenanigans and my crazy work schedules and, you know, and everything that I do um to try you know try and support our family but you know in their in their own minds they in their own lives they've all accomplished uh amazing things uh, especially over the last four or five years so everyone out there you're the captain of this company and the ship everyone has a perception of you family friends clients colleagues but you're in control what's your perception of you who do you think you are you know, some days I think I, I am like, uh, you know, the, the captain of, you know, the biggest, most successful ship in, in the planet, <laughs> right? You know, the USS Enterprise, the, you know, uh, the Millennium Falcon, the hot, you know, I feel, feel like Han Solo some days. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I feel like there's absolutely nothing that I can't figure out. Um, but you know, the reality is, is there are days where, um, where it's completely opposite of that, where, you know, the world comes crashing down, a client problem creeps up and you're like, Oh my gosh, you know, I screwed this up. And, you know, and that, that's the realities of the ups and downs of, of owning a business. But, you know, I think, What's important about that is, um, we, we've built a culture in our company that is, you know, let's pause. Let's talk about those moments when you're feeling down. Um, let's talk about how we can work through that. And, and the reality is that those moments, though they still happen, they don't become impactful. So, um, you know, I, I think it's, I think I have a very human view of myself i allow myself to fail i just don't allow myself to fail and so you had mentioned soccer up front and i'm curious yes. if you could go back in time and see uh, any soccer game in the history of sport wh which game would you go to honestly i'd go to the last game that i coached my daughter at it's a great answer hey adam if anyone wants to see anything more about you your services your company your history where do they go yep um you can find me on linkedin um i am the adam sinkus that shows up for for uh, most everything there 
Um, you can also find our website at apurposepartnership.com. Um, and we're also on Facebook as well. Purpose part- Just search a Purpose Partnership. We show up all the places. Right on, man. Adam, this has been great. Thank you for opening up. Thanks for your time. Best of luck with everything. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. 